two, one. All right, what is up, everyone? This is Primetime Kansas City, and on today's episode, we will be going over the Chiefs suffering another brutal loss, the biggest loss in Patrick Mahomes' career, going over all of uh, NFL Week 7, giving you our lock of the week for Week 8, and we're going to talk about a little bit of the World Series and our opening reactions to the NBA. And this is also Week 8, so you know what that means. We're looking at our early annual awards and seeing if those are holding up. Christ. Which, which no. means probably not. No. So, no. We're not looking at my awards. Yes, Come we on. are. Yes, we are. All we right. Are. <laughs> Let's get right into it. Chiefs, Titans, 27-3. Holy shit. This might have been. No, this is the worst game I've ever seen in the past four years. Okay, okay, you're forgetting about one game where the Chiefs didn't, then the other game where Patrick Mahomes didn't score a touchdown. Um, the Super Bowl? Yeah. The Super Bowl was excusable, in my opinion, and that's for one reason and one reason only. It's because literally you had a practice squad playing offensive line. Yeah, you had a okay, that's practice squad playing O-line against the best team in recent At this NFL point, history, to be honest. There is simply no excuse. And... I, I broke this down earlier, and I, I feel like it's such a simple concept that the Chiefs do not understand. They need to get more conservative on offense and more aggressive on defense. Take what's given on offense. Stop trying to get 60-yard plays every freaking play. I'm tired of third and threes where they're calling four verticals down the field. Stop it. Keep it simple. Throw a four-yard pass. Do something simple. Why do you overcomplicate things? I don't understand. And then defensively, stop sitting back and letting yourself get killed. Bring some extra pressure because that offensive line sucks. Or excuse me, that defensive line sucks. They can't get after with a four-man rush. It's impossible. So, yeah, I, honestly, to me, it's pretty simple. Get more conservative on offense. Get more aggressive on defense. Yeah, yeah I mean, um, if you tell me we hold Derrick Henry to 86 yards rushing, I think we win 99 out of 100 times. And that was and today was this one time. Like, Which, look, it, just, it didn't make I sense. I said last week. Look, I know we got our ass kicked, but I did say last week I had a feeling the Chiefs would hold Derrick Henry. And they did. They held him more than I thought. I said 120 yards. They kept him under 100. But it didn't matter because they're so terrible at getting after the passer that Tannehill just had a field day. It, it's impossible. It, it's just so bad. John, what were your thoughts um, on the game? Yeah. It's it's garbage. Um, I'll be honest. I don't think that – okay, maybe maybe this isn't popular, but I, I think the offense tried a conservative approach on Sunday – and it didn't really work that well. Um, i not saying that we need to be aggressive, but I think that there's a, I think that there's maybe a few alarm bells that need to be sounded about the Chiefs' offense. And I'm look it, it, as far as it goes for me, I think a lot of blame has to lie on Patrick Mahomes for this yeah. weekend specifically because look the the guy we've gotten used to that earned the fifty million dollar contract is. I mean, he looked like Jared Goff this weekend. Um, and that might be a little insulting to Jared Goff, I'll be honest with you. Um, I thought that was pretty terrible. If anything, I think the defense did an okay job, but that was only because the Texans, or not Texans, the Titans took their foot off the gas in the second half. Um, if not for that, it would have been an all-around flapping. Um, look, I think the takeaway we need to have is that the best thing that can happen to the Chiefs now is if they lose every single game. Because we're not going anywhere. Um, this season is done. Uh, they are a bottom bottom 15 NFL team. I literally have no doubt that we're anything better than that. We are 100% at best a 15 to 20 team. But I would probably put us in the 20 to 32 range with the way they're playing right now. They are bad in pretty much every facet of the game. And it's just it's not going to work. It's not going to work. It's over. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, <laughs> when I was, you mentioned you can't be conservative on this offense. But the thing is, if we try to be aggressive, defenses know how to play our aggression, and that's why we're not doing anything in these games. Oh, it, so yeah, it's, nothing's nothing's gonna work though, because when we play conservative, first of all, Mahomes just doesn't do very well in that area for whatever reason. I feel like he like has struggles to find receivers in that section, and then we just get penalties. Jackson always brings that up. It's one hundred percent true. We can't put together. 12, 13 play drives consistently because we're one of the most undisciplined teams in the NFL. We will turn the ball over or get a devastating penalty at some point. And that was the killing of pretty much all of our drives on Sunday. Um, so, yeah, I I really don't think there's any solutions for this team. Um, at, it's really, it's over for this year. And to be honest, I think they kind of have to start thinking about uh, – God, as much as this is terrible to say, like uh, we we have to start the process of like a complete rebuild, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, everything around Mahomes, obviously, but the team in its current iteration just isn't good enough, and we can't add any more players. Like we're gonna lose players next season, so the direction is still pointed downwards for the Chiefs as well. I don't really know where to go from here. Look, this is what I take from it is, and I made this analogy on my own podcast is that. They basically did this. They had, let's say they had $100 and they put $90 into one stock, which was the defensive line, and put $10 into the rest of the defense. It doesn't matter how the $10 performs if the $90 doesn't perform at all. And yeah. the $90 defensive line is dreadful. How can you have the highest paid defensive line in football and be last in the NFL in sacks? They have eight. They have eight and seven games. And not all of those sacks have come from the D-line. Frank Clark has zero. Chris Daniel Jones has Torrenson two. has like two. Ben Neiman got the only one on Sunday. Like the defensive line's not causing any pressure at all. Quarterbacks are just sitting back there and having all day to throw. So when you invest all this capital into one position group like they have and it doesn't play well, it doesn't matter if the rest of the guys play decent because you don't have any money there. You don't want, you really think Mike Hughes, Legere Sneed, Rashad Fenton, and Legereus Sneed can stop any competent quarterback. No, not with time. Not if that quarterback has time, which every quarterback versus the Chiefs has had time. So, yeah, to me, the defensive line is the biggest flaw in this team. They put so much capital into it, and it's producing nothing. Yeah, it's it's yeah, pathetic. I mean, who would have, what would you have thought if someone told you in August that seven weeks into the season, the Chiefs would be a game under 500? I would be like, oh, shit. And with honestly, no I would probably... I would probably envision it being similar to this because the 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 section of the team that's so imperative of working is the defensive line. Like they have to carry us. Our secondary is shit to begin with. We like we built this team saying, okay, we're fine with kind of a crappy secondary and you know a pretty inexperienced linebacker core outside of Anthony Hitchens, but but the D line will get it done for us. But it's the exact opposite. Like we're relying on the other parts of the defense to keep us afloat. And they're papering over the cracks of an absolutely abysmal defensive line. And sorry, I know I've gone on, but have you guys seen the videos of like Chris the Jones? Zero and effort. People, like zero effort. Up? Yeah. Zero like, these effort guys out of are anybody. Pathetic. This is why zero. this is why you don't give people extensions because they stop trying. I'm telling you. It, it happens with impunity. It's it's a terrible thing to do. And it's gonna happen with Tyron Matthew, probably as well. So just look out for it. Well, and I'm done with him, too. I really am. Do something, and then you can talk all this shit. But 
outside of Lamar Jackson throwing the ball like he doesn't know where the defensive backs are, Tyron Matthews been 100% useless this year. 100%. Well, the thing is, is he can't make up for all the other just incompetence on the defense. If Tyron Matthew does his job, he's trying yeah, to do his job. Too. You're right. But he's also trying to do 50 other jobs. He's yeah. trying to make up for blown coverages. He's trying to make up for guys that get past the linebackers on runs, and he needs the last line of defense. He's trying to do way too much because he has to. They're asking way too much of Teron Matthew. Yeah, they him are. And, him and Thornhill are like, they are asking way too much of because the secondary can't. Let's be honest. I want to bring pressure. I bring that up. They need to be more aggressive. But there's not one corner on this team that you can trust in man coverage. Not one of them. Nope. So that that speaks to the volumes of Brett Veach really hasn't invested in the secondary in these last few years. And it's kind of starting to catch up now because the defensive line that once was amazing at getting pressure is now just completely like gone. Nobody gets pressure at all. It's not even like, you know, it's like an off game or it's a few games on and a few games off. Through all these games, every quarterback doesn't get hit. And a quarterback that doesn't get hit, I don't care how bad they are, if they have time, if they're in the NFL, they're going to shred you apart. Yeah, and this is just this is just the byproduct of absolutely terrible drafting. I mean, look, I think when Partially. it really, really gets down to it, that's kind of what's gotten us because Which is not this draft. This draft actually well, so far has been good. Okay, it has been good, but I think there have to have to be some things that are talked about. Number one. Noah Gray is obviously, like, terrible. That pick was horrid, and I, I have a conspiracy theory that the only reason that we cut Taco Charlton is that we didn't want to take the criticism of cutting two offensive draft picks because there should be no other reason that we came into this season with four active tight ends. Um, yeah. So that just kind of proves that Brett Veach kind of trying to drop the ball even with the later rounds. I mean, you have to find a little bit of production even in those areas where you're not getting guaranteed – guaranteed talent so man it's rough i Which, i really think i will say like 2021 is not the draft that has hurt this no, team no it's Nick not. Bolton and creed humphrey have both stepped in and immediately made an impact and i don't want to see anybody and i know i'm a zoo fan and i'm biased but i don't want to see anybody saying nick bolton is a problem on the defense because there are like a million other problems that need to be talked about before we can even start talking about nick bolton in coverage nick bolton uh, in coverage but is, i think we kind of have to i think that's kind of the reason that that Derrick Henry got absolutely murdered, and our secondary also got absolutely murdered. I mean, he is like an insane liability in that department. And as much as he might bring for the run game, like he's unbelievably dreadful at offering anything in pass protection. But at the same time, that also goes to you shouldn't be depending on a linebacker to cover consistently. Like you I know, have but to have he's he's just as in there, and he is like. So bad at it. Like, we don't... People have to do things. I don't know. He's no worse than anybody. Neiman and Hitchens are just as bad. Willie Gay's the only guy that's any any what good at covering as a linebacker. He had an interception. A really nice interception, actually. Probably, like, the only good thing that happened on Sunday. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, it, it's just dreadful from through and through. Although, Nick Bolton does lead the NFL in tackles for losses this year. I thought that was interesting. But, no, yeah, it's... it's it's very bad, and it was the, my main concern when John Dorsey got fired is John Dorsey was a freaking stud at drafting in the late rounds, and Brett Veach so far has just not been. Yeah, and Brett Veach hasn't been good in the early rounds either. I mean, no. Clyde and... Uh, Breland Speaks. Yeah, and then if you look at the other ones, I mean, we traded a pick for Frank Clark, and we traded Orlando a pick for, Brown. for Orlando Brown, who looks like a fart as well. We can't be certain on that one. 
he's still just the left tackle, but yeah, I don't know. I think it's slightly a questionable decision here that maybe, maybe this is, maybe this is off, but like we traded for a right tackle that wants to move to left tackle and we gave up a shit ton for a guy that might not even prove that he's worth the contract that he's looking for after this season. I don't know. I think that has to be a little bit worrisome because that would add up to three consecutive first round picks or, that have gone to entire waste. So, yeah. Josh, is there anything that we haven't stole your thunder from yet? Or uh, no. have we basically taken yeah. everything? No, nah, I'm fine with that. I mean, you guys talk about all the Chiefs you want, but I think we should get into some other games. Yeah. It's I going to Broncos, are, Browns. I've heard enough. Broncos-Browns, the only positive outcome that came out of this was some dude won $1.3 million. Good for that guy. So, yeah, good good for him. Uh, Washington oh, Packers, he bet uh, $30,000 parlay. It was it was Browns money line, Kings against the Trailblazers money line. Shout out that dude. Appalachian <laughs> State beating uh, Coastal Carolina and one other team. Wow. Wow. Jesus Christ. Wow. Well, Thursday was the first sports equinox of the year, wasn't it? Where, yes, like, and you it was had fucking all, awesome. You had all four sports at the same time. Uh, that is, with hot- that's sick. And so he he took advantage of that. I got to give him that. Good, good for him. One day I'm going to get that. So, yeah. Uh, okay. Washington, Green Bay, 24-20 or 24-10. John won his lock – or excuse me. None of, us, none of us won our lock of the week. Yeah. God. No, I did. I had the Packers. I did. No, John, you had the Titans. I had the Titans. Never mind, never mind, never mind. Yeah, yeah no, I was one. talking about this game. Everyone won their lock of the week except me. But no, uh, Packers. Talking about Packers linebackers. That's right. Um, Green Bay, and I only know this because I watched them religiously, picked up a linebacker by the name of Devondre Campbell in June, and he has a pro football focus grade of 89.2. So, Brett Veach, what the fuck were you doing? <laughs> and that's where I'm going to leave that. Yeah, that's tricky. And you – they also got the – you guys got that linebacker from the Cowboys too, right? Whatever his name is. Yeah, Jalen Smith. Yeah. And they just picked up Whitney Merciless. Like, yeah, another crazy. guy we should have gotten. It's uh. crazy what happens when your quarterback complains. All of a sudden, the front office grew a pair. Yep. All right. Boy, Bengals, yeah. Ravens. I won my underdog of the week. I really wanted to go Bengals plus six and a half. I mean, is this a Bengals team that could contend in the AFC? Yes. They 100% can contend in the AFC, but they're not going to win the AFC because of my golden rule, which is a quarterback does not make the Super Bowl in their first postseason run. It just doesn't happen. It hasn't happened since Tom Brady in 2001. It just does not happen. So, no, the Bengals will not win the AFC. But are they a good football team? Yeah, they're pretty damn good. And they have a chance to win the AFC North, which nobody thought they could. Yeah. Yep. John, what are your thoughts on the Bengals? Yeah, look, the Bengals, I mean, Joe Burrow is like, Obviously, a really Herbert. damn good quarterback. Um, He's better than Herbert. The I'm one thing I do want to say is everyone was giving the Bengals crap for taking Jamar Chase over Jamar Chase. Sewell. That was Penis one of the best Sewell, picks yeah. that they could have done. I know that hurts your feelings, Sean, but. Oh, no. I mean, like, as I much know. as Here's you know, I like to make penis jokes, like, that was a great pick. For the next three years, who, if you could pick any wide receiver with Jamar, for the, to have the next three seasons, who would you pick? Jamar Chase and who? Like, Devontae Adams? Outside of that, like, I would take Jamar Chase over, like, every other receiver in the NFL. Maybe Justin Jefferson you could make an argument for, too. See, the thing is, Jamar Chase, the the rookie season that Justin Jefferson had last year, Jamar Chase is making look like that was nothing. Like, Jamar Chase is kicking everyone's ass this year. And my fantasy team really appreciates it. Thank you. 
Yeah. No, I mean, he's damn good. We'll have to see. Receivers, too, you kind of have to take a bit. But, yeah. you know, we'll see. I mean, he's, he's damn good. It has to be said. No, I, I would take – for me, in the next three years, it goes Devontae, and then I'd probably go Jamar Chase. That's how highly I You're, think of that guy. Yeah, I was going to say, we're only seven games in. I mean, yes, he's had a one hell of a start to his career – Mainly, I would stick with him with the Burrow connection, though, because that connection is just godly. So if you were the Bengals, you would take Jamar Chase? Yeah, I mean, honestly, any competent quarterback could work with Jamar Chase, let's be honest, but Burrow especially just because the chemistry they have. It's kind of funny that teams had to go out there and stop in college football. Joe Burrow, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Clyde. Thaddeus Moss, like they had to stop all of these guys. At the well, same they didn't. Time. That's, that's the thing. <laughs> like that's why know, they're that's, one that's of the, the best. Now, I was like, we we look back on that. That has to be the best offense of all time. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's get in the next game. Panthers Giants. The only thing I have to say is fuck you, Sam Darnold and Matt Rule. Next up is Falcons Carolina. Dolphins. Oh, underdog of the week. I got that one. Yeah, underdog of the week. Sorry, my bad. Carolina, uh, I also had. Bengals. I just need to say this. Carolina should be all in on Deshaun Watson. They should give everything they possibly can to get Deshaun Watson. Uh, but that's so tricky because you kind of have to incur some risk with that one. Like, I don't know. And, but the I, team that they have, John, right now, I think they need to take the risk. Because nothing with the Watson. The better question, though, is. They've already said the this. Question that, oh. The question, I will say this. Miami needs, or Carolina needs uh Watson more than Miami does because I actually don't think Tua's complete dog shit I think Tua has been given up on so quickly these last two weeks Tua has played amazing and they've lost like I think Tua is a competent NFL quarterback Darnold just sucks dick he's just terrible he's never going to read a defense correctly he's just ass so for to me the Panthers are in more desperate need to get him than anybody well the thing is I I mean I never really thought about it that way but yes I would I would actually take Sam Dar- or Deshaun Watson because it has been said that Deshaun Watson will not have any suspension until at least a February 2022. So you will have him for the rest of the year. Man, so I, you might what? Could you lose them right before the Super Bowl though? No, they wouldn't no. do that. They wouldn't. They well, never like mind. The Super Bowl's in the Super Bowl's in middle of the February. So I mean, there's a chance, but no, yeah, Panthers but don't even make. I would feel like if, if he was in the Super Bowl, there would be a lot of people making sure that he would not be suspended. But the Panthers are not making the Super Bowl anyway. All right. Yeah, no chance. Yeah. Next up, Falcons, Dolphins, 30-28. Uh, Kyle Pitts, 196 yards receiving. Good for him. I have to say this. I traded C.D. Lamb and Tyler Lockett. Or I got them for A.J. Brown and Kyle Pitts. Those two fuckers barely did shit for me. And then they yeah, had their career Dick high. Brown and Kyle Pitts have been going off the past. And then they had their career high and are their week, their season high. Kyle Pitts is going to be so damn good. Like he's already so damn good. It's scary. Yeah, it's not a keeper league, so that's why I traded Kyle Pitts because I'm in a win now mentality. Um, next up, Jets Patriots. Uh, Zach Wilson is out two to four weeks. Uh, even though I call him a bust, I don't want to wish for any of that. Hope he comes back and continue, and continues to be a bust. And the Jets traded for Flacco. Yes, he did. He's back to Woo! his hometown. Or his home team. Uh, yeah, Patriots look good. They're Mac Jones th- looks real good. Yeah. I know uh, it's the Jets, but. Mac still. Jones, 24-36, 270 yards passing, two the touchdowns. Thing, John, I just want to give a little credit to your take because you had New England. Okay, I will not credit you for saying they're going to go to the Super Bowl, but I will credit you for saying they could win the AFC East because their losses this year, they lost a brutal game to Tampa that they could have easily won. They lost a game in overtime to Dallas, and then they lost a game week one by one point to the Dolphins. Like This team could be at the top of the AFC easily right now. They've made just like a few mistakes, and other than that, they could really be at the top. So 
it would not surprise me if New England got in the playoffs this year, honestly. Well, I feel like yeah. they can. And that's the problem. They're kind of scary because they're like totally the reason the Chiefs aren't going to make it. Them and the Bengals. Like, they're going to make it impossible for us to get in. Like, we'll see. that, yeah. I really do think the Chiefs are like utterly fucked. But, <laughs> all right. Next up, Eagles Raiders 33 22. This was actually a very surprising win with the Raiders for me, to be honest. Same, yeah. I, I thought they were going to shit the bed. Down. Next I will up, say we got the over in this game, though. Nice. Next up, excuse me, Lions-Rams 28-19. Lions made it a close game. Is Dan Campbell going to get a win? Yes. No. They, their next like four get games, a win. Their next four games win this are week. the Eagles, the Steelers, the Browns, and the Bears. They All right, do... well, then lock them in, Jackson, if they're going to win this week. Lock oh, them in. I'm not locking them in, but I'm picking them. And they're going to be my they're gonna be my underdog of the week, so you can suck it. Nope, okay? There goes that. Way to go, John. You spoiled it. Um, Bears, Bucks, Jackson uh, correctly predicted the largest lock of the week spread. Yes. In prime yep. time Kansas City history. So we'll give him that. Thank um, you, Tom Brady. Next up, Texans Cardinals 31 to 5. Score Gami. Scorigami, baby. That was the oh, only good scorigami. thing about it. Scorigami. Yeah. We got no, a score it's the second week in a row. How has that not happened yet? Be 31 to 5. 31 to 5. What the fuck safety. are you talking about? Okay, you have to but, get a safety. But I mean, like, people get... Okay, but 31 to 5, like... That's, that's not specific. too anytime, anytime a team scores 5, there's a high chance of a score got me. 5 is very... That's fair. Uh, okay, I yeah. guess there are probably just a ton of open slots with 5. Yeah. yeah. I just figured, it, it like... The, be- yeah. the best one I can't wait to see is six to one. That will never happen though. But if it ever yeah. does, you know the I one will that have a, surprisingly has never happened, and this is the one that they always thirty-six to twenty-three has never happened in the history of football. That one surprises the hell out of me. And it, thirty-six to twenty-three. What would that be? Never happened. It's never it would, happened. It would be true. I mean, like there's never been twenty-three is like not the easiest number to get to. No, I mean, I'm just saying, like, 36-23 doesn't sound like a crazy score, but it's just never happened. It sounds quite average, yeah. to be honest. I guess, like, the reason that one's tricky is, like, to get to 36, you have to be, like, chasing points one way or another. So, like, if you're up by that, you you're need probably not chasing points. I'm going to say, if that score ever does happen, it will be the most retweeted on Scorigami's history. Because every time that that gets, like, most likely Scorigami, 36-23, the comments go crazy. So it's, yeah, just be it would be five touchdowns that. and two field goals for the 36 and two touchdowns oh. and three field goals. That's the most likely yeah, combination. Yeah, but you're talking with missing the extra points on all of them. Exactly. So that's why I yeah, don't, I don't really see – or three touchdowns and a safety. It, it is hard, but it doesn't sound hard. That's the No, thing. it doesn't. All right. Colts, 49ers. I predict – I chose the Colts this week. I really like them. Uh, Who did I? It, I, I like this Colts team in general. Playing a lot better. Yeah, I've been a fan of them. Defensively, they're, they're actually kind of well. fun to watch. I mean, I like seeing Carson Wentz yeah, I'll tell you what. It gives me a lot of hope with Patrick Mahomes because if Carson Wentz can come back after that shit of a season, then Mahomes can easily bounce back. Next up, Saints-Seahawks, 13-10. Maybe the worst Monday night football game I've ever watched. It might have been the worst week of football I've ever watched. There was like three really? games that finished within a score. Yeah, that was it. Every this, other this, game game, this week could have been decent. The, well, really, the only two games I were really paying attention to were the Bengals, Ravens, and Chiefs, Titans, and they were both, both blowouts. Lots. So yeah, uh, yeah. This I don't week think sucked. that. Yeah, 
I don't think that the Seahawks are dead yet, like a lot of people do. But five. they definitely, they def. Well, yes, but I've looked at their schedule, and I think they can go nine and eight and get the wild card to make the playoffs with the seventh spot. Even so we'll in see. the NFC West. Just the NFC. I think they get the seventh seed. I think well, they'll finish third saying, in the division. Like they still have to play. I think they'll finish above the 49ers in the division. Is basically what I'm saying. All right, let's get into Week Eight. But before, we, should we do our award picks now, or should we do them after? Yeah, the let's go ahead and do them. We're at right. the well. Fuck you, we NFL, go. now for not having a midseason. Actually, no, we are. No, we're not. Next week is midseason. But we we're we're treating it like it's midseason. This used to be midseason. All right. Here's the second annual early NFL award predictions presented by Woo-hoo. Primetime Kansas City in the half. MVP, nope, we'll start coach of the year. I had Cliff Kingsbury. It's actually looking pretty good. That's looking great. John had Joe Judge. That's, like, that's basically a lock. Now, that is not a lock. And Jackson had uh, Sean McVay. Eh, it could have been worse. Could have, yeah, it could have been Joe Judge. Could have been Joe Judge. <laughs> and the <laughs> Trent McVay's Williams Comeback Player of the Year award. Oh, we have, I remember John's. It's hilarious. We have Saquon for me. Uh, we have number 69, nope. Kyle Long for John. Yeah. He hasn't even played a game, snap. <laughs> like I said, I'm picking an O-lineman every year. There's got to be a comeback sure. O-lineman. That will, that will always be a tradition. Yeah. Next uh, for Jackson is Zach Prescott. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Bitch, let me finish my sentence. Yeah, said, Jackson, let's pick the easiest one ever. Yeah. Nobody said Joe Burrow. I was surprised. No, it's still Dak Prescott. The dude's leg was facing the no, other way. All Dak had to do was throw one touchdown, and he won. Defensive yeah, rookie of the Joe year. Joe Burrow will get a ton of consideration, though, seeing as he no, played like Dak's like minus 1,800, and Joe Burrow is like plus 700. Yeah. That, Next yeah, up, defensive rookie of the year, I had Jeremiah Okusabibuba. I don't even know. Which was not a bad pick. He was playing well before he got hurt. He got hurt? Yeah, he, he's tells you how much I know. Now. He uh, had over a 80 PFF grade. John had Nick Bolton. Woof. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a villager getting hit in Minecraft. Uh, <laughs> we, I will say this every single week or every single time we check on these. I will never know Jackson's defensive rookie of the year. His name is Zayvon Collins. He's a linebacker for the Cardinals, and his PFF grade this year is 80.6. So it wasn't the worst pick, but he's not going to win it. Next up is offensive rookie of the year. I had Justin Fields. Not looking great. And John's best pick, he had Devontae Smith as offensive rookie of the year. Why didn't I pick Jamar Chase? Why? Nobody did. No one did. And Jackson had Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. I'm going to get all wrong again because my MVP is absolutely terrible at football this year. Don't say it yet. Don't say it. Don't spoil it. Defensive player of the year, I had Cleo Mack. Jackson and John both had Aaron Donald. I was probably going to be Trayvon Diggs. If he keeps us up. He gets burnt. He's like the Jameis Winston of corners, but yeah, if you get a lot of interceptions, people think you're good. So, offensive player of the year, I had Josh Allen, not looking terrible. John had Travis Kelsey, and Jackson had Derrick Henry. Ooh, that was a good. All one. three of those guys could easily win that. No, no, Travis not Kelsey. Kelsey anymore. Not Kelsey, not Kelsey anymore. But the and the MVP. And the MVP, John and I both had Patrick Mahomes, and Jackson not had Tom Brady. <laughs> Hey, Jackson's Tom Brady MVP curse. Tom Brady should be the favorite right now, to be honest. Because like, John, because Tom Brady was a it was an MVP curse, and to be honest, Jackson gave the MVP curse to Patrick Mahomes. Ow, I didn't even take him. Because you gave us his your powers. That's not well, fair. All right. Whoever, I, 
who, unless it, sorry, unless he shits his pants, Kyler Murray's going to win MVP. Go on. Eh, I don't know. Tom Brady's playing damn good football right now. But Twenty-one we, touchdowns, we have, three interceptions. I have done the math. We will be able to send more than likely Dak Prescott a trophy that says the Trent Williams Comeback Player of the Year award for less than fifteen dollars. So I oh, think now all we need is his address. No, no, I'm not we, paying to give anything to Dak. Dak, John, John you literally John. made this award. He can pay for it himself. He has like thirty-eight million dollars. Anyway, he does make a lot of money. Yeah. But NFL Week Eight, let's go. We'll send it to the Cowboys press uh, mail mailroom, and yeah, one of these yeah. years a player will post it. Yeah, when we Next get season. super famous. All right. Yeah. No. Actually, I'd love to start doing a Trent Williams comeback player of the year, where we have people vote the best comeback offensive lineman. That'd be fun. Next. All right. Here's lock of the week standings going to week eight. Jackson's at three and four. I'm at five and two on a two game skid. John's six and one. I believe John's on a six game win streak. Yeah, I lost week one and I've been yep. unstoppable. Yep, you're just like the Rams. Nope, you're just like the. Who lost in week one and has not lost since? The Packers. Packers. Yes, you're just like the Packers. That's what I meant. All right. Speaking of the Packers, here we go. Packers, uh, or sorry, excuse me, underdog of the week. Jackson and I are both three and three. John's four and two. Uh, Packers, Cardinals. Uh, Cardinals minus six and a half. Jackson, who you got? So I love this number at minus three for the Cardinals. Now that it's minus six and a half, that is a fat number against Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I do think the Cardinals win this game narrowly, but with Devontae Adams being out, Alan Lazard being out, the Packers defensive coordinator not going to be there. I just think there's too many obstacles. On top of that, no Jair Alexander, maybe no Marquez Valdez-Scanling, no David Bakhtiari. Like, they're just, they've been fucked. So there's only one man that can save you. Valdez-Scanling? Potentially not. He's he's still on injured reserve. There's only one man that can save you, Jackson. Randall Cobb. No. (laughs) Who? He was on your team two years ago. Jeff Janis? Jake Comero. Nope, that's incorrect. Both of them could say Jordy Nelson. Nope, he was a receiver. Damn it, who is it? You Jamon Moore. Fuck no, Jamon Moore's terrible. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Get out of here with this Jamon Moore bullcrap. He's awful. Okay, I'm taking the Cardinals to win. Alright. Uh I'm also Taking the Cardinals to win, I don't think it's going to be close, but I'm not feeling confident in that pick. So just give me Cardinals. Uh, so I'm really torn between two underdogs of the week, and I gotta I gotta take a second here to decide who I like more. You do um, pick last, as a John, as a Packers fan, don't take the Packers. They just don't. Okay, do well, look, my alternative option, which you will see if I don't take the Packers, might not be any better. That's the problem. Okay, um, well, oh, yeah, I know your alternative. Look, it's probably the fucking Giants. It's the Giants, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Um, yeah, I would take the Packers before I would take the Giants, low-key. Uh, I want this to be noted, too. I think the Packers can beat the Cardinals when healthy and when they have their oh, guys. Oh, this was going to be one hell of a game if they were healthy. Because when you think about it, Green Bay is going to go into this game with literally like their, like four, like three of their top eight players out. So that sucks. But yeah, I do think the Packers. I just want to put that out there. As on, you know, if they meet down the line in January, I think Green Bay can beat them. All right, I'll take the Packers, um, but I won't take them underdog of the week. But I actually think they'll Jesus, win. You're taking the Giants. Yeah. All right. Next up, Panthers Falcons. Falcons minus three. 
God, this is an ugly game. Just give me the Falcons and don't make me talk about it anymore. You know what? Fool me once, shame on shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Fool me three times, it's not happening. I'm not touching the Panthers. Give me the Falcons. All right. Um, I'll take the Panthers, dude. I, I just do not trust the Falcons at all. All right. Next up, Bengals, Jets. Bengals minus 10. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have noise, to take John. I have to take the Bengals in this one. If Zach Wilson was playing, even with how bad he's been playing, this would be a tougher game to think about. But Joe Flacco, really? Give me the Bengals Shit. to blow out. I might be tempted to take Bengals minus 10 if Joe Flacco is starting. Fuck well, it's it. either him Fuck or Mike White. I'm taking Bengals minus 10. Lock of the week. Lock of the week. We're locking it in, boys. God, God damn it. Oh, you motherfucker. Okay. That's how, now you know how I felt the first five weeks of the season. No. That was like the obvious lock of the week, man. I will. No, be there's, an op- there's even a more obvious, but I knew so. I was going to get shit for it. Oh, if I yeah. Didn't okay. I know the other more obvious one, but I don't really like that one either because I think it's bullshit. Well, no. Um, people would have okay. just – people would – Jackson would have been like, Josh is always picking pickums or close lines. Yeah, you're a piece of hell. Um, I'll take I'll take the Bengals. God bless you, Jackson, for reminding me Zach Wilson isn't playing. Jackson, I literally am going to kill you. He didn't know Zach Wilson wasn't playing, and you no, I knew he wasn't playing. I just said about Zach Wilson. That's the nicest thing Josh has ever said about Zach Wilson. Okay, this I'm done. No, fuck this. Because look, Zach Wilson. This is just a joke on the podcast. We've agreed. I cannot say anything good about him. So, like... Josh, you just can't call anyone bust anymore. Zion Williamson is, like, a ridiculously good NBA player. Yeah, that, that I will admit, like, that was pretty bad. That, that was a shooter-shoot It wasn't moment. just that you called him a bust. It's that you believed in Michael Porter. And Look at Porter! He's not fucking okay. terrible. No, no, Josh. Josh also, no, 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 Josh. defended it's him not being that... a bust way too hard. And Josh, it, it, no, it pissed hold on. Me off. Josh, it's not that Michael Porter, it was bad to believe in him. It was just that the I same in reason you were calling Wilson. Zion a bust, you were you were saying Michael Porter will be good. He's just injured. But then we talk about Zion, you're like, well, he's injured. He won't be good. Like, you completely contradicted yourself with those two. Oh, yes. I'll, that's I what pissed me off. That's my Missouri in me. Like, I'm going to be biased. All right, moving on. Moving on. Rams. Texans, Texans, or excuse me, not Texans, minus 14 and a half. Rams, minus 14 and a half. Do I up my biggest lock of the week again? Do I make it even bigger? <laughs> the answer to this question is no. I was going to say, taking, you are getting ballsy. I'm taking the Rams, but I'm not taking them lock of the week. They're just my pick. When no is lock. Tyrod Taylor going to be back? I don't know, and that's what scares me. Because if he does come back, they're actually not as bad. No, like they're, which kind of sucks for them because then they won't get the first overall pick. Yeah, yeah. John, oh shit! God damn it! Uh, give me the Rams, John. Who are you picking? Uh, I'll take the Rams. I thought about locking this, but I won't. All right. Next up, Dolphins. Bills. Bills minus thirteen and a half. How the tables have turned. Like, I bet you week two this probably would have been a Bills minus. Three and a half. Wait, isn't this their second time playing? Yeah, it is. Yeah, and it one, of us had, one of us three had and a half. The first time. I had the, the first Bills game minus two. I got hurt. Yeah, I had so. Bills minus three and a half. 
at Miami. Yeah, no, it was it was well that was because Miami was started one and and Buffalo started zero and one. But I think Buffalo wins this game. In my opinion, Buffalo is the best team in the AFC. I don't care if they lost to Tennessee before the bye week. I still think they're the best team in the AFC. So give me Buffalo to win this one. Yeah, uh, this isn't going to be close. But you know what? Dolphins. Unless Deshaun Watson randomly gets there during the week. Dolphins <laughs> underdog. It sounds good. It has oh a good ring. You're, you're not going to do that to But yourself. I would never fucking do that. Give me the bills. Okay. Okay. Um, shit. Ah, oh, man. Okay, I'll take the... Ah! Mm. Uh, Bill's lock of the week. Okay, there we go. I said it. He had to get it out. He never, dude, he never thought this day would ever come. I know, I know. That's why it was so hard for me to say it. But these little bastards, week in and week out, have to make me eat my words, and it pisses me off. It was, it was not a good... Josh Allen shorts was not a good stock play, let me tell you. Should not have done that, but whatever. Fucking Josh Allen, man. All right. <laughs> Eagles, Lions. Eagles minus three. Jackson, who do you got? Lions underdog of the week. I think this is finally where they get their first win. I think that... The Lions are going to win. Shut up. I, Nick I Sirianni, the Phillies win. Phillies, yeah. Fuck you. I think that the Lions are way better coached. Nick Sirianni's kind of a moron. Uh, the Eagles should have beaten the, the Raiders last week, in all honesty. They just looked completely unprepared. So give me the Lions. I want to pick the Lions, but I'm picking the Eagles. Yeah, I'm picking the Eagles, too, because Jackson, I don't know why this game got me worked up, but yeah, I, I want either. Dan Campbell to go 0-17 after I said he wouldn't win a game. So, John, was this the game that you were talking about? Steelers-Browns, an obvious line, Browns minus 3.5? Um, okay, so I figured you were either talking about this or Cowboys-Vikings. So, yes, yes, that too. Um, so yeah. But Jackson, who are you taking in Browns-Steelers? Yeah, so this is interesting. Um, I really kind of want to know if we're going to get Baker or not. That's kind of the problem. I think me. we will. But I'm going to go ahead and t- take Cleveland at home. I do kind of worry about Pittsburgh coming off of a bye week. Good good coach teams typically play really well after byes, but this Pittsburgh offense is just so slow. They're just so terrible that I have to take the Browns. All right. Uh, I'm also taking the Browns. Uh, if Baker comes in, I think this is going to be an easy victory. John, uh, yeah, I'll yes, take yes, the Browns as well. You say something. Yeah. All right, take the Browns. All right, next up, 49ers-Bears, 49ers minus three. This game is ugly. I'll take the Niners minus three, but, God, this is going to be a a train wreck. I feel bad for anybody that watches this. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to be watching this game. That's the thing. Give me me 49ers. Uh, No, give me Bears. Give me Bears. Fuck it. Bears, nope, nope. I'm not doing that. Holy shit, Josh. You don't even have to lock this in. Just pick a team. I was, I was going to do Bears underdog of the week, but then I didn't. <laughs> yeah, Give me like the fucking on this. Give me the Bears underdog of the week. Fuck it. There you go. There you go. Right. Well, you just lost your underdog of the week because, to be honest, I don't know why I didn't lock in the Niners. I feel really stupid for that. I'll say this. Has, is Kyle Shanahan overrated? 
Is that no. narrative need to no. What the no. fuck? Hold on. Hold on now. No. He's a this career. This went to a Super Bowl with Jimmy freaking Garoppolo. Was that Robert Sala or was that him? Because that okay, was a well, historically great he... defense. That was a historically great defense. Kyle Shanahan in his no. career is 31 and 39 as a coach. Matt Nagy has the same amount of wins. Matt Nagy's 31 and 24. Like, at some okay, point. So, when, what Jackson's when, saying when, yeah. is Matt Nagy's the better head coach. Yeah, and when, he had no. Nick Mullins when you, for two of his seasons. When you watch that past week with the 49ers coming off of a bye, they looked so unprepared. They just had no game plan. They looked terrible. Like, I know Garoppolo's not a complete game changer, but holy piss, did they look bad. Like, to me, Shanahan is a great coordinator. I'm not sure he's a great coach, and I'm going to stand by that. All right. Um, All right, well, you're an idiot. John, who are you picking? We'll see. Uh, I'm taking the Niners, obviously, because the Bears are, like, one of the worst teams I've seen in a while, I think. All right, Titans, Colts. That's an exaggeration, but they're just bad. They're pretty bad. Titans, Colts. Titans minus a point and a half. So... I'm taking uh, if if you know we could do underdogs for a point I would have. That's I'm what I'm saying. That's what game. I would have done. Like, but we can't. I would have, but I'm taking the Colts at home here. The Titans are coming off of two very good wins, which you can't take anything away from them. But this Colts team is playing really good football right now, and at home, I don't know. I just feel like Indy right now is playing. Out, you know, Frank Reich's got that team playing well. I'm gonna take the Colts in this one. Why do I feel like? You're just going to keep saying the Titans are coming off three good wins, not four good wins. I mean, they're bound to lose at some point. They are bound to lose eventually. It'll happen. So you don't have the Titans going undefeated until the Super Bowl? I do not. As, right. as hot of a take as that is, I do not. <laughs> All right. Jags, Seahawks, this game even sucks more dick than the 49ers Bears. Oh, my God. Seahawks minus I will three. take. I'm going to take Seattle. Like I'm taking Jacksonville. They're both a train Are you wreck, finishing but... the sentence more, John? No. Okay. No, I already said who I'm picking. I'm, I'm just giving you an opportunity because, John, you do realize if I win my <laughs> underdog of the week and then my lock of the week, we're making up rules as we go, but the person with the most weeks as the number one will get the tiebreaker if we go to a second Oh, tiebreaker. I don't want to hear that shit. Nope. I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> nope. Um, well, shut up, Josh. Just go to the next game. They're rewarding you for blowing a lead. So shut up, Josh. Go to the next game. What the fuck is all this shit for? We do need to figure out a second tiebreaker because I feel like that will come down. Okay, we'll do that season. another time off the podcast. Okay, well, if you want, if you really think that the Chiefs, who scored three points against one of the worst defenses in the NFL, without right. half their players, Patriots, Chargers, Chargers minus five and a half. I love the Chargers to win this game, but I do think the Patriots cover this game. That's what I'm going to say. Lock of the week cover? or No, 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 no. I didn't say that. Oh, shit. I just found out your lock of the week. It is literally obvious as fuck. Well, I'm the only one that hasn't locked in something, right? Yeah, no. I think it's coming up next. Which is funny because I'm the first guy and I'm always last to take my lock. Your game isn't a primetime game, is it? Just keep going. You'll get to it. Yeah. I'm, give me the Chargers. I like this Chargers team. They're a fun team to watch. Um, I'm going to take the Patriots. <laughs> All right. John. All right. But not I'm, underdog of the week because I'm not as confident as I am in this other team. And then what I'm John, pretty sure is. John, have a lock of the week? Yeah, John has I a lock of the week. Of the week. He has Buffalo. 
And, okay. And what I'm pretty sure is Jackson's underdog of the week. It is Tom underdog. Brady against the Saints. Buccaneers minus five. That's not an underdog. All right, Buccaneers minus five lock of the week. There it is. Um, hey, before there we, is just. I was gonna say we should talk about the 600th ball uh, exchange and what the dude got. Yeah. So let's it's, let's go through the entire trade because this. I mean, this guy got more value than the Texans did for DeAndre Hopkins. So we've got Tom Brady's 600th touchdown pass ball that he gives back, which at the time, and I still kind of do think it was kind of a dumbass move, but John or Josh, do you have up what he got? Uh, I remember I it. Do you have the full list? Yeah, I remember I, it. I can get he it. Got, yeah, so go he through got what like he got. three signed jerseys from Tom Brady and then and the signed ass. helmet. Like and Evans. Signed- and no, that that's from Brady. And then Evans gave him a signed jersey and signed cleats. He gets John, he season got, tickets for yeah. this year and next, a thousand dollars to the freaking team store. I think that's all he gets directly. No, and he got a Bitcoin from Tom Bitcoin. Brady. He oh, got sixty three thousand dollars worth of Bitcoin. So yeah. So I mean the guy's living kind of I mean, if I had to grade that trade, I'd give him a B. I think that's fair. I okay, you know you, what I would have done? I've said it to you guys already. I would have popped that shit because he likes the deflate balls and fuck Tom Brady. See, John, or see, Josh, that's a stupid-ass move. Regardless yeah, of how I'm much you hate the guy, I'm not popping the, No matter how much you hate the guy, you could make so much fucking money off that ball. Like, there's oh, no okay, way i Okay, well, then that. let me say this. I'm not giving it back to Brady. No, I'm not either. I'm, I'm not. If they ask for it back, I'm just telling them to fuck off. So, but I would have left that. that game ASAP because people would have. Yeah, I just would have left the stadium. I just would have left. Because people would have just stab you with anything yeah. they can stab you with. Yeah. Uh, did you guys see Tom Brady on like the Peyton and Eli Manning show yeah. saying like he's and he was like he kind of messed up? Yeah. <laughs> but no, what I was going to say is um, I my grading of the trade is um, Tom Brady is the Seahawks and. Uh, that guy is the Chiefs. The last time those two teams made a trade, Frank so Clark. yeah, that I I give it a D minus. What an D minus, dude! If you keep the ball, he could have got five hundred K. Like I don't give okay, a damn about that. Uh, okay, look, I will say this in the sports card industry world, which is what I'm in. That dude is known to overprice his products. By a shit okay. ton. So what if it's a hundred k? That's oh, still way more than what he got. It's more than a hundred k. I was valuing it at between probably two hundred fifty and four hundred thousand. Okay, yeah. So that's a lot more than fifty thousand worth of Bitcoin and a bunch of pieces of cloth and season tickets. Which guess what he already has. Okay, but, but you're whatever. on Tom Brady's good list. Like, not many people are like that. Oh, I don't give a damn. What's that gonna do for you? I'll hook you up with this plastic surgeon and get you a discount. Hey, Jim like, Nance did say he he should get a wife with uh, Giselle. He should get a date. He should get a date, which is, that was Tony Romo, I thought, but he should get a date yeah. with Giselle. He also gets like a workout at Tom Brady's gym, I think. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So if that's just a meet and greet just with Tom Brady. The, they just keep throwing incentives at this fuck, honestly. Yeah, but that one was dumb. It was literally like Tom Brady's with Jim. Well, they like, knew if they lo- they knew if they lowballed him that they'd look like a shit organization, and Tom Brady would look like shit. So they had to do something. Dude, they like, did lowball him though. Like, what was he thinking? I don't know. Yeah, no. I, at first, I, it was literally a signed jersey and a thousand dollars to the team store. If a thousand, I'm sorry, but this guy is a thousand dollars might seem like a lot. But, like ten jerseys, not yeah, even. That's like yeah. five jerseys. You really I would say this guy's far. the biggest chump of all time. That that's my opinion. Biggest chump, chumpy man, chump, well, chump, chump, chump. He, would because he would he be the uh, unanimous D four of the week then? 
uh, he's D4 of the week for me. Because yeah, uh, let me tell D4. you, man, if I missed out on hundreds of thousands of dollars of shit, I would be yeah. rolling around in bed, punching myself in the face. <laughs> like, ah. Uh, John, you wouldn't let that right, opportunity you, slide past, though. How do you do that and then the next morning wake up to your alarm and go to work? Like, you wouldn't, like, oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, like, oh, I could be a freaking, I could have, like, literally gotten, like, halfway to my retirement target. And instead, I have a thousand dollars worth of Buccaneers merchandise. I get to buy a bubble. Who then? wakes up yeah, in a yeah. buck with a Buccaneers a uh, PJs and blanket because he bought that from the team store? The fucked up thing is, when he gave the ball back, he didn't even know what he was gonna get. He just was like, they just asked for it back, and they said they'd give him something. And he's like, okay. He didn't even know what he was getting. What no. kind of deal is that? Yeah, you're an idiot. And this is the number one lesson. If anyone knows who Zach Hample is, this dude that catches baseballs, when he's you catch dick. something remotely important you take it home with you you yes. always take it home with you like yes. you you have to you 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 can't do anything in the moment you got to sleep on it and then think about it because yes. if the organization is asking for it back whether you know what it is or not take it home yes just take it home lesson to everybody because yeah. you yeah and if they eventually offer you something great you can give it to them but yep. make them offer you yep. something good yeah, and I mean, look, the the man I'm talking about caught a Rod 600th home run and made yeah, the Yankees donate like I think six hundred thousand dollars to 60, charity. Sixty thousand. No, it was in the hundreds of thousands. That's awesome. So, but, like, why didn't he just ask for the money? Like, I'm sorry, Zach. Well, Hamble has money. Yeah, he has yeah. a ton of money. I don't think he really needs money, but he could use a big charitable donation because. The one thing Rich the Yankees don't donated like one hundred fifty thousand dollars to pitch in for baseball, a charity Hample supports. Yeah, that's right. That's right. One hundred fifty. Still 000. way better than had he just given it to the usher that came up to him at the stadium. This is what Zach. But he does. When, okay, but Hample does say whenever he gets a person's first home run ball, they just want to sign bat. And yeah. A picture. Okay, but that's not what he did with Mike Trout's first. Home run <laughs> yeah, I know the biggest one he got. He just he has a picture of him <laughs> shaking Mike his Trout's hand. Trout's first home rumble. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and he, but yep. he didn't ask for a bat. He just has no, a picture. He, yeah, yeah. Except now he's like it, that. At least paid off for him because he's like actual friends with Mike Trout now, which I guess is kind of cool. But you well, know, Mike there's a big difference between the first home run ball and like a ridiculous yeah. stat ball. milestone. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anyway, All right. let's get back to the Bears or Bucks yeah. Saints. Mm-hmm. Jackson. I think in Tampa. I think yeah. it's a lock. I just I'm don't take, see a scenario where they can not cover this. I'm also taking Tampa. There's literally no way they don't cover. And if the, if I'm jinxing it, then so be it. Then that means Tampa lost, and it's a win-win. Exactly. That's why it's awesome to take Tampa's lock of the week. You know what? Am I allowed to change my lock of the week? You are not. No. That's can I change it? To, can I change it to a money line of an underdog? Nope. That no, is rule number. That is rule number. That is literally, John. Okay, we well, literally only have one rule. You can't change your lock of the week. Is, I'm breaking the rule, and no. yeah, I tweet okay. and I keep standing. So, well, we're not well. counting it. So have fun. All right. Well, I I think you're gonna change your tune when you see what I'm getting at. But okay, let's keep going. He's pick, he wants to pick Giants money line as lock of the week. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. No. This man. All right, let's get into Sunday Night Football. It's the Cowboys. No, John hasn't at... even picked the Bucks game. Well, this is going on too Bucks. But I don't care, Bucks. All right. We... No, we still have one more game. Football team, Broncos. Broncos oh, minus yeah. three. Football team. Broncos. Broncos. All right. Cowboys, Vikings. Cowboys minus three. Vikings. Classic. 
Classic oh, trap spot here, but I'm taking the Cowboys to win. Does Trevon Diggs get another INT is the question. No, I think this is the week it breaks. But, oh, fuck, it is Kirk Cousins in prime time. Shit. Never mind, he's getting an interception this week. Yeah, give me the Cowboys. How many games has Kirk Cousins won in prime time? One? I know the Monday night thing, he's won one. I don't know how many Sunday night games he's yeah. won. But give me the Cowboys. Is normal. And, John, you're taking who? The, uh, the Vikings. All right. And, and the game of the week. Not really. No one's probably going to watch this because now it's a shitty game. Giants-Chiefs. Chiefs minus 10. Jackson. Got to say, if the Chiefs lose this game, not only is the season over, it's time to start shopping. It's time to start trading everybody. Um, and not like Tyreek Hill, but it's time to start trading guys for rentals and draft picks if you lose this game. I have faith the Chiefs win this game, but Daniel Jones on the road covers every pissing time. Uh, so I'm going to take the Giants to cover this game. I think it comes down to the last drive of the game, unfortunately. But I do think the Chiefs get out with a narrow, narrow victory. I'm going Chiefs victory. I'm going to say it's going to be a good outcome, but it won't matter in the end. Like, Just give me the Chiefs by 17, but it doesn't matter. 17. Wow. Jesus. Okay. Um, I'm taking the Giants. Um, look, my reasoning for this is that I think the Chiefs oh might God. have a historically a historically dysfunctional offense. I know that's not the thing people talk about, but John, all I heard last John, week, let me ask you this: I, heard, I have one question sorry. before you go on. Is this a either more because you hate the Chiefs or b you want your Giants bet to win? I don't care. This is just based <laughs> off what I'm thinking. Okay, all I heard last week in the build up to this game is. There's no way that the Chiefs lose in a low-scoring game because the Titans' defense is horrible. And to make matters worse, they were without, like, multiple of their best players. I don't remember the exact names, but I'm aware that we were... One of the worst defenses in the NFL was one of the worst injury situations in the NFL. Um, So I have no confidence that this Chiefs team can score points. Um, So I'm taking the Giants' underdog of the week. And whether or not the council wants to recognize it or not, I'm taking no. Giants money line as my lock of the week. No. If you guys seriously don't want to grant that, We're then not. hey, that's developing news for Coys across the pond, uh, Deli Alley has not been included in the Burnley Carabao Caribbean Cup clash. Oh God, are you serious? I am serious. All right. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, sorry for that. We had to, we had to include that. Anyone that listens to that likes soccer, go listen to Coys Across the Pond. If you like betting, go listen to the Jackson Ogden podcast. Both? Yep, and I'm on both of them. So if you don't like me, then don't listen. Then to you're fucked. <laughs> yeah, All this right. is too bad. World Series starts today as we're recording it. Give me your guys' World Series predictions. So, obviously, I'm rooting for the Braves. There's no question. Yeah. I think everyone outside of Houston is. But I logically just think that the Astros have way too good of a lineup to lose this series. So in my opinion, Astros are going to win the series in six. It really comes down to me. The biggest key is can Atlanta get leads early? If Atlanta strikes first, they're in a great spot. But if they have to play catch up versus this Astros lineup, that's a tall ass task to go up against Correa, Bregman, Altuve, Michael Brantley, Yuli Gurriel, Jordan Alvarez. I mean, God damn, it's like an all-star lineup. So if you fall behind, you're in a lot of trouble. I think they're kind of like teams were when they were facing the Royals, except for a different reason. Like, we had that bullpen where if you went into the sixth inning and you were behind, you were fucked. 
they have that lineup to where if you have to play catch up, you're never going to catch up because they're just going to keep scoring. So I think the Braves really have to score first. I think they have to get out in front in all of these games if they want to win. Yeah. Um, I was actually, so I'm actually going to pick the Braves. I was going to say, Jackson, um, what's your prediction? Astros in six. Yeah, he said Astros in oh, six. Sorry. I'm taking the Braves in seven. Um, I kind of agreed with Jackson, like making the Royals comparison. It's not the same thing, but they, uh, they kind of put off similar vibes. Like they're, you just kind of feel like they're going to do like enough to get the win more often than not. Like that's just what I've kind of gotten from them. They, they, they thoroughly like outplayed the Dodgers. I think people yeah. can agree with that. I mean, they just, they played better than them. Um, yeah, and I think, I think this is a team, a team with enough like character development to go in there and get it done. I know that's a lot of weird things to talk about, but when it comes to picking a baseball series, you might as well spin a wheel. Like yeah. there's really no way to know. Um, but I, I think the Braves have what it takes. I like them a lot. I think they can do it. I'm giving, I'm going to do Braves in six. Okay. So you got two Braves in here. You know what I, I was thinking? I, I'm not, I'm never going to pick the Astros. I don't like them. I don't want them to win. Let's, I would rather be wrong than be right about the Astros. It's not about me wanting. It's just the Astros logically to me have the better team. But, like, it's baseball. It's like a seven-game series. These two teams were both good enough to beat each other. It's not like this is a huge talent gap. And what's the most interesting about this series to me is when is the last World Series that neither team had an ace on their staff? Like, neither the Braves or Astros have an ace. None of them. Well, they did have Lance, but Lance is gone. Lance. McCullers. For who? Oh, McCullers, yeah. Yeah, 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 Lance McCullers, yeah. But he hasn't pitched since, like, May, so he's been out no, for, like, the entire season. I thought he pitched in the ALDS. Yeah, but he's out. Oh, I didn't even know he pitched in yeah, the ALDS. Yeah, he's out. Anyways, yeah, I was going to say, he's out for even, the World Even series, him, like, he's Lance not, like, is a he's a really ace. good pitcher, but he's not a, a true ace, in my opinion. The, like, what I'm trying to get at is, like, this is going to be a bullpen series. There's not going to be many games where the starters go very long. I don't think you're going to see a game where a starter goes seven. I'd be surprised if you saw multiple games games where a guy goes five. Who's it's the one dude that started for the Astros in game six? Oh, Fermando something. Anyway. He's, he's pretty solid. He's I young, fucking but... hate his windup, especially in MLB The Show, because that shit pisses me off. The Astros are godly lineup, and obviously that's going to change this offseason once Correa goes somewhere else and gets big boy bucks, or if he stays and gets big boy bucks, they're going to have to let some people go. But, yeah, right now they're crazy good. I just think it's interesting. There's no true ace. The Braves have Ian Anderson, uh, Charlie Morton. Like, those guys are not – none of those guys are that great. And then, the you know, Grinky. it'd be interesting to see him get a ring. That'd be like, the only reason I'd like the Astros to win. But, yeah, no. I mean, but at the same time, I'd love to say Jorge Soler got a ring. Jorge Soler, two rings. He already got one. Yeah. So he, Charlie you know, Morton starting his... for the Braves. He and, should do pretty – he's – pretty close to an ace. and and martin maldonado is on the astros so oh, it could be man. another royal to get a ring yeah all I mean, right let's get a deep for the fuck. week well john already gave his out yeah god damn Moron. i just had one and i lost it you had one and you lost it um oh yeah Nuno. mine's Nuno. who Nuno is spiritors how the fuck you say it john okay josh wants to talk about tottenham go ahead josh no, nah, it's just after what I just read about Deli Ali. This is like Yeah. This is let's say This is like if, if Andy Reid all of a sudden decided that he doesn't like Miko Hardman anymore. Yeah. 
But McCall was a little bit better. As, but like, McCall, to the point to where he gives Garrick Dieter his snaps. Yes. Oh, <laughs> that is what just happened. So, yeah. that's my D4 of the week. Yeah. All right. Jackson. My D4 of the week is a common one, I think. Well, I don't know if I've actually used him for D4 of the week, but it's still Ben Simmons. What a pussy. Like, what an absolute bitch. Look, I understand this is kind of a gray area to go into where he's like, my mental health isn't right to play. I like, I understand. Look, it's not like that's not a real thing. But I have a hard time believing that because this entire offseason, he's just requested a trade out of Philly because he's a little bitch and he played like shit and he's no good. And he knows that, and he can't handle the Philly crowd. There's no way when he comes back he's going to be able to handle that Philadelphia crowd. I mean, so to Joel me, said he, treat him like a brother. A brother. He is the D4 of the week just because he's a bitch. Like, he has not gotten – you cannot look at one asset of his game from the first time he played to today and tell me what he's gotten better at. Definitely not shooting. Definitely nothing. Like, maybe minuscule changes at, like, defense and passing. But other than that – like, the dude's the same. So, he's D4 of the week. He's easily one of my least favorite NBA players. All right. That would do it for the NBA. Kansas City. Huh? Oh, uh, we're not going to do NBA? I thought we were going to go over some NBA shit. You have to no. do race for the 10th seed. No, fuck that. I hate Luke Walton. Oh, stupid. Okay, the NBA 75 list is like the dumbest thing yeah, of all time. I, we're not yeah, going we have over to... it. Why not? We're not. We're just not. Kyrie Irving. Why not? Is the fact it. that Damian Lillard is on there is like stupid as hell. But that's yeah, not right. The thing that should be talked about is the Bulls. They're Anthony Davis is on there. Like what? Okay, Anthony, Anthony Davis, Davis, I think, kind of deserves it. No, 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 no. Anthony Davis has not played long enough to be on that list. He no, has not yes, accomplished. Has. That's he's probably what like Anthony Davis. Years. That's probably what Anthony Davis and Dwight Howard were arguing about. Anthony Davis has been cold for like a while. He has won, like, out without LeBron. Before he joined the Lakers, he won one playoff series. And we're all okay, of a sudden... Would be just, in his, and he played for the New Orleans freaking Pelicans. How many people saying, have won a playoff series with the New Orleans Pelicans? How many playoff series has he won as the best player on his team? One. That's it. Like, I just feel okay. like it's early. Like, he, especially oh, no, last year, didn't... It's not early. He's, like, 30. And, and Kyrie Irving on the list? I mean... Okay, what? so Kyrie Irving totally made it because, like... The big they, shot. They, they like, were going to get flack from players if they didn't put him on, is what I heard. Kyrie Irving has, like, one – that one shot in Game 7 is, like, arguably enough to get him on. But, like, holy piss. Like, that was an interesting one. Uh, I'm just looking it over briefly right now. I, no Tracy McGrady was wild. I was surprised they did not include him. Um, let's see. Who else should – there's someone else that I've really had beef didn't with. Didn't Vince get snubbed as well? Who? Didn't Vince Carter get snubbed as well? Yeah, I'm not as mad about that one, but he definitely did get snubbed. Uh, let's see who else is on. Russell Westbrook, I don't give a fuck. Should not yeah, be on this get list. Out of here with that. No, he is terrible. That. I've watched like three Lakers games this year. He's been an absolute disaster in all of them. It's just a joke. Um, I agree with Kawhi being on there. I've seen some people debating that. Kawhi definitely deserves to be there. Yeah, uh, yeah, thank you. Two I finals mean, MVPs. I mean, come on. Like, yeah. The, the two platforms, Damian Lillard should not be on there. It's just... He has not accomplished enough yet. He's what? Like, he's never. How many NBA first teams has he even made? Like, he hasn't done shit. Uh, I saw some people trying to say Jason Kidd didn't belong there. Clearly, they're like 12 years old. Yeah, if you think Jason Kidd didn't belong there, you don't know shit about basketball. (laughs) Uh, Ray Allen easily deserves to be there. That's not. uh, Here was the one that a lot of people were debating was Clay Thompson. I personally think he should be on there. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Well, okay. The reason this list is hard is because it's hard to find, like, 
someone you would take off. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're, you're mad Lillard. somebody got snubbed, but then you look at the list, and outside of Dame and Kyrie, you're kind of like, I don't know. Yeah, no, a lot of these guys. Aaron Fox to be. should be on it, regardless. Aaron Fox. Yeah. Bro, All Flight right. was trying to argue, and listen, this is Flight Reacts, so don't get mad, but Flight Reacts was trying to argue that neither Pippen or Dennis Rodman deserve to be on the list. He was <laughs> he was trying to say, like, they both just, like, like I hate Flight. Rail. I just hate just, Flight. Yeah, because like, the, the Bulls he, didn't almost make the title when Jordan was gone. He was, like, he was like, honestly, Dennis Rodman shouldn't be in the top 200 players of all time. He was not that good. Flight is literally a Barney like, for adults. He just acts stupid to get views. No, I seriously do believe he doesn't believe Dennis Rodman should make the list. Like, that, <laughs> I he think does actually stupid. think this dude is mentally ill. Like he, he is for, mentally ill. He is stupid. He no, he just like, acts stupid. Sometimes no. he acts stupid, but he legitimately does believe Steph Curry is the greatest player of all time. Dude, like he but does. he's been acting like this since like before he was even before like a pander to kids YouTube channel. Like he was before when the, the fame, he acted like yeah, this. Yeah, when this guy was a like adult. Adult, like, geared, small YouTuber, he was the same exact way. But no shit, he's like, not going to change guy, his character. No, I, I don't think this character that we have now is, like, one that one that appears a lot, right? Like, there's a lot of people on the internet that just act stupid for views. But he's been doing he's, it before it was cool. No, he, which makes me think he's just bone stupid. You know what I was pissed about on this NBA 75 more than the rank, more than the inclusions was that they didn't rank him. Like, I wish they would have put, like, 75 to 1. I would, would have been interested to see oh, who they put like that. Do you know how much havoc would have been caused? It, I would have been fine as long as LeBron was 1 or 2. If he was anything else, the list would have to be canceled. But if he was at least <laughs> second, I would have been fine with the list. They would have uh, given, like, Kobe 2 just to be all like, if Kobe! They get, bro, I would have been so All right, let's oh, go into race for the 10th seed. All right. Yeah, let's go into it. And remember, <laughs> we're still here. We, what? Still here, still kicking. Yeah, still kicking. Remember, we only do the Western Conference because that's the only conference that matters. All right, they're better than the Lakers. They might in be. the 12th seed. We have the Portland Trailblazers at one and two. We have the San Antonio Spurs at the 11th seed at one and two. The Houston Rockets at the 10th seed at one and two. The Phoenix Suns are one and two. The Phoenix Suns are the 9th seed at one and two. New Sacramento Kings are one and two at the 8th seed, and the Clippers are one and two at the 7th seed. So technically, oh, the Lake, the Kings are better than the Suns, Trailblazers, Lakers, and Pelicans. I don't want to hear anything else. Okay, also, buy or sell. Golden State finishes a top three seed in the West. Buy, buy, buy. Did you Clay watch Thompson? them play the Clippers? Like Steph Curry is. Steph I've Curry's watched him. I think he might be top ten all time. And I they don't, don't even have. They don't even have Clay. Yeah, I know that's scary. I Clay, think Steph Curry is better than. I know a lot of boomers would get mad at this take, but I think Steph Curry's better than Magic Johnson. Yep, like, it's yep, yep, yep. Ridiculous. I think he's the best point guard of all time. Like legit. He is ridiculous. <laughs> like he is unbelievable. And like, yeah, he had like a shit ton of help to win those titles, but still, like he was he's fucking amazing. As much as I do not like the guy, he is a damn great player. Another yeah. buy or sell, the Bulls. Do they finish a top three seed in the East? No. Ooh. I'll I'll sell. I actually will sell. I'll sell it as well, but they look good. I mean, it's four games, but they look good. Yeah. I just think, oh, shit. Okay, the top of the East is going to have the Nets most likely. Yeah, and the Nets, the Bucks. Bucks. And, and then after that, it's kind of yeah, maybe the Celtics, maybe the Heat. How fucking maybe. long is this podcast? Jesus. Shut the hell up, Josh. If you have to take a shit, go take it. <laughs> I don't um, have to take a shit. Yeah. 
Or just end it. I don't care. Like, yeah, we can just end it there. We've, we've gone on long enough. Rambling I was going to say, enough. I feel like we're just rambling now about this list. Oh, you yeah. Guys, this is what used to happen every time we do a pod back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, this is an old timer one. If you guys want to hear about our list, we'll we'll do a special podcast, and I'll just have Jackson. Yeah, once had a two-hour pod like during royal season, if that tells you anything. So huh? we once had for our very OG listeners back on YouTube. I think our quarantine podcasts were like on average an hour and a half. So oh we yeah, were, they, they were. were. They were. We would play like Sports Jeopardy, like, and we would go like, for fucking ever. Yeah, yeah. Or we'd play. We'd Those play were the like, days. That player. Just for an hour and a half. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> Those yeah. were the days. I guess oh. that player was so fun. We can All right, that'll up, do it. We can never come up with the right rules. Oh, no. Oh. Dude, there was totally one podcast with Guess That Player where I was, like, cheating my ass off. <laughs> That's how bored we were. We were literally no, recording this podcast. You were like, John, you're on fire. I was like, I know. <laughs> me, me and Josh, for our, like, diehard fans that may or may not exist probably not oh my god yes we would spend like six hours a day doing 2k videos like it was terrible down bad times that was like but the yeah. first week of covid though i, I yeah. personally enjoyed quarantine though i Look, did it, things not being open sucked having no sports sucked but literally just getting to sit at home and like do whatever the hell you wanted was awesome like yeah like being able to shamelessly do nothing for 24 yeah. hours and then repeat it the next day. And Ooh, like I would just stay up like to like three every night. I know, it was, it was the best feeling. It really was. It was like yeah. summer, but even better. Because like you just, like you got to do but whatever I you missed, wanted. Like, I missed regular life. Oh my God, yeah. Josh and I would play Rocket League and get pissed off at each other. We wouldn't that talk was, for yeah. like a week. Yeah, we would like get actually mad. <laughs> oh man, the oh, days. Oh I forgot about the Rocket League. Watching argument. Korean baseball at like five in the morning because that was the first thing that came back. I was literally – John, I blame you 100% for this. You had me – you didn't make me, but I was betting on Korean baseball. That's how bad it was. Oh, yeah. No, a bunch of people were betting on KBO. And, like, people were winning too. Like, the books were not ahead of the curve with that one. That's All what right. pissed me off is I was winning at KBO, and I wasn't winning at sports I knew. And I was like, how the piss is this happening? But, yeah, I'll stop well, rambling. Let's we'll go ahead and end this. Hey, yep. take the – Tigers and the KBO to win the KBO championship series. Ooh, nope. The Bears. The Bears. Wait, the Tigers is an actual team? Uh, yeah, there's definitely a Tigers. Yeah, give me you the You always take the Bears regardless what sport, and I'll leave it at that. All right. Yeah. That's how we'll leave it at you. <laughs> at you. I don't know. See you guys on the next episode. Peace. Peace.